Hey friends, you're listening to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry, a place where you can discover your purpose, your passion, and a place to get tips to get zest for your life back. Keep listening. Every Monday and Thursday, new uploads and tons of laughs right here. Hey friends, welcome back to Whole Heart. It's Monica C. Guidry and like always this show is unedited and unscripted so what you hear is what you hear what you see is what you get and um this is part two of emotional intelligence with uh psychotherapist amy volstead and she's going to just be coming back on to talk with us a little bit more about emotional intelligence part two where she left off was on relationships which is my jam so we're going to probably spend some time on this one a little bit or we'll just see how it flows in this conversation but welcome back amy how are you Thank you, Monica. I'm well. I'm so glad to be here with you and all the listeners. This is so fun. I know. I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to have to have you back because, I mean, you know, you're my partner in crime and I really like <laughs> to do a lot. So, uh, so when last week we left off on the last, um, I guess, what, tier of emotional intelligence? Would you call it that? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so relationships, right? Yep. So, uh-huh. yeah. So, so it's like kind of the last part um, of of emotional intelligence and it's how do you manage relationships that benefit everyone and this is so hard um to to navigate and for a couple reasons one is that it's a lot of times we get into a, a like black or white thinking so it's either you're you're all in a relationship you're the important one you have you know all the power um, which is codependent Or it's that I have all, you know, it's all about me, which is more narcissistic. And so finding that balance of, it doesn't have to be one or the other, it's both. And I mean, maybe a lot of your listeners don't remember Mr. Rogers, but this is, Mr. Rogers used to teach this. I remember growing up and he would say, I matter and you matter. And coexist in relationships. And that's really what a healthy relationship is it's that we both are powerful we both whether that's in a you know an intimate relationship or a friend relationship or a working relationship uh, that that god created us as powerful people and so that we we all get to come to the table Mm -hmm. and powerful and um and so somebody who has high especially leaders who have high emotional intelligence know how to manage that they can they can see people that are, are they're leading and bring them to the table and say, you matter too. And, um, it needs to benefit the company or, or me, but it also needs to benefit you. That is so good. So, okay. So let's start from the top and just run through real quick what all of the tiers are to emotional intelligence. Sure. The first one is self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you said you're actually, I think you're good at all of these. You said you're really good at this part. And I was like, no. <laughs> I told you, I told you I took a Google test <laughs> good. Google test said that I was emotionally intelligent. <laughs> so self-awareness. So how do you recognize your emotions uh-huh. and how do you, um, understand how they're impacting you and impacting others. And, you know, some people, even with, with therapy, they're like, what's the, why do I need to do that? Like, what's the point of that? And they have no, no idea, just that, just stopping and recognizing what's going on inside of me 
is healing. Like that naming it, it's like naming the emotion. So, so putting a name to it, that's the, that's how you grow. That it's, it doesn't, it's not rocket science. Like it's real small things. I'm angry. Well, let me just pause. Why am I? Oh, that's anger. What happened? Why am I angry? Okay. That's being self-aware. And then, um, is my anger affecting the people around me, which if it is, we go to number two, self-regulating. Uh-huh. Okay. How do I self-regulate? If my anger, you know, I'm raging or I, I'm being emotionally triggered because we're having conflict or something happened and I just want to pop off. I just want to, you know, fight. We, we go into a lot of times when we're emotionally triggered, our trauma responses, which is we're either going to fight mm-hmm. or we're going to fight, like peace out. I, I'm not talking to you. You're dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to freeze you know, and just not even know what to say uh-huh. or some spawn, which is I'll do whatever you want just to make this end. And that, so would you say that one was uh fawn. Fawn, okay. Fawn, like just tell me what you need and I'll do it. It you know, I I just want this to be I'll I'll just say whatever you want me to say. That's it. Okay. And so understanding then self-regulating, um, how do you manage your emotions and your impulses? So so stopping, taking a deep breath, breathe. I, I love one I always say is just three times. Breathe in God's peace. Breathe out either ang- whatever emotion, anger, anxiety, stress. Do it three times because it gives your brain a second to just reset. Your brain literally because it's, it's your amygdala is going crazy. And it, you're, you really need to just calm the brain. And that does do that. So... Um, self-regulating. Number three is empathy, mm-hmm. ability to identify and understand someone else's emotions. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that's great. It could also get you into trouble if you <laughs> don't understand lanes. Uh-huh. Having and then motivation, not quitting, but um, enjoying what you're doing, continuing to work towards a goal, achieving goals, and not letting setbacks take you out. Yeah. Then five is social skills. And, and managing relationships that benefit me and you and everyone involved in how to navigate that. So, okay. So the, those are really good. And as you were talking, I was just thinking about, um, I, I have some friends. I don't know if you know anything about the Enneagram. You probably do. I, a little bit, not as much as Tara, but I know. Right. I know enough to be dead, deadly, but not, you know, not, not a whole lot. Um, yeah. But I have some friends who are not necessarily on the heart track like I am. And um, are, are, are a little bit more gut or, you know, I think the other one is head. And they're not mm-hmm. emotional people at all. You know, yeah. they were on extreme ends of the spectrum. So how would mm-hmm. you, how can a person that is not tapped into their emotions at all, they don't want to have anything to do with them, you know, um, learn to be emotionally intelligent? Okay, that's a great question first of all what is your number on the enneagram i'm a four with the week oh three. okay you're probably a seven i am a seven, <laughs> seven. Okay. fours you feel it's true you feel everything you feel everything yes uh, and so again and my best friend one of my well i don't call people best friends but she i call her my bestest but one of my closest friends is an eight. Oh, okay <laughs> The eight 
Yeah. Well, I'm a seven with an eight wing, so I can relate some of the the eights. But yeah, uh, the Enneagram, that's a whole nother, but that's, I love that. It's a great tool for understanding. Maybe maybe I'll have you back on and we can talk about that too. But so for people who are just. Just aren't in touch. And again, we, science is showing you can grow in this. It's just like exercise, right? It's like, well, I don't have any muscles. Well, I'm going to gym and I'm going to, and it's not easy. You know I mean? It's not, you have to put some effort into it, but you can grow in this. And so number one would be becoming more aware of your feelings. And so in, in all that, they don't want to feel Amy. They don't want to feel like, what are you, how, how? (laughs) Yeah. Well, just being, it's awareness. You, they are feeling, they might not know they're feeling. Yeah. They might, they're not aware of them. Yes. And, to me, it's like, again, we talk about being powerful. We're created powerful. So they're just in a powerless place. They are feeling. They just, the, they're not aware of it. So they're not powerful over their feelings. So it's really not, it's not a bad thing or a scary thing. It's just sure. like, I'm going to aim it. Let me just sit with it. How I, with a lot of my clients, I do that have a hard time identifying emotions. It's at, you could Google it. It's called a feelings wheel. Ooh, Okay. I love it. It's a, a wheel that has all the different emotions one can feel. Um, and it has names. So like angry or joyful or happy or sad. And I will tell my client, some clients, okay, at the end of the day, I just want you to pick, let's check in and say like, okay, let me see how am I feeling today? I'm going to look at my wheels. Oh, this one resonates. Maybe it's joyful. I'm Okay. Joyful. Why am I joyful? Oh, well, this happened today. It's that. It's like not, it's kind of, it feels very, very elementary. Only but for to people who are, only to people who are tapped in, you know, right? Right. This yeah. is abnormal for people who just don't, are not connected with their feelings. Right. It so it's bad. It just is. Yeah. It's like learn. I, w- I would say to people who have a hard time with this, it's learning the ABCs, you know, of if I, if I said, Monica, speak German. Uh-huh. And you know German, you would be like, I, I need to learn, you need to learn the first steps. So this is the first steps of the language of emotions. Uh-huh. What am I, let me find it on the wheel and just name it. So, uh-huh. so number one, that's how you grow in becoming more aware. Number two is list. Again, we said listening, just sit and focus. It's hard sometimes. Minds wander, but just mm-hmm. sitting and listening to someone's story. Yeah. You don't have an opinion about it. You don't have to criti- think about what you're going to say next. Just listen. Yeah. Um, number three would be pause. Uh-huh. Just pause. Meditate, breathe, kind of be present, be in the moment. Um, and then number four is reflect. Like, you know, at the end of the day, look back on the day or uh, encounter with somebody yeah. or whatever. Just pot, like what went well and what did, mm-hmm. you know, what did I want to do better. Those are real basic things. Like you can just start practicing every day That's so because good. live so fast, so unaware, so not think, not present thinking about what's next, what's next five minutes from now, what do I got to do that? We miss all of this. Yes. Coming back to the present right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we practice that, which you, emotional awareness grows. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was just thinking 
Another really good tool is journaling. Yeah. It's so therapeutic. It is so good. You know, um, I, you know, I, I am such a big advocate for journaling. I actually created a journal, you know, it's called, I am hope filled. Yes. I created a journal and it's a guided journal. So basically what it does, if you can't formulate thought, like I give different guides. Okay. So this day, this is what you're going to be focusing on and then write, you know, according to what I've provided for you. But I, I think journaling is such an awesome tool to just get it out. Like you, yeah. you may not know how to process your feelings, but once you start writing, you'll be like, oh, this is okay. Sure. It's, starting, it's starting to make sense. Right. Because writing and journaling forces you to slow down. Yes. It forces you. And that's why I hate it. Cause I'm, you know, next, <laughs> where's the party? Come on, let's go. So to pause. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get that this could be hard to pause and take time to actually write even a focus on emotion or write a, for a set for a seven on the Enneagram. We don't want to do them. We just want to numb them. want to go to the next party and not deal with them, but it stopping and, and writing it, it forces you to slow down. So that's, that's it. That's the work. That's how you grow. And that's the work. That's how you grow. Amy, thank you so much for coming on and being part of Whole Heart. Look, I got my feet kicked up now because I'm just, you know, like <laughs> talking to your girlfriend, <laughs> like, you know, got your coffee. Oh man, I forgot to. My like, friends. Mug. I got a mug back there that's an alpaca, alpaca, alpaca mug. You can't see it. But anyway, um, thank you for being a part of the show. How can people get in contact with you to learn more about emotional intelligence or just for your services, for your counseling? Sure. Um, if, if, if they want to have an appointment with me, you know, for therapy, if you go to growtherapy.com and just type in my name, Amy Balstead, um, it'll, my schedule will come up and you could just schedule an appointment. If you have questions, you know, you just want some more information. Uh, you could email me at V as in Victor, O-L-S-T-A-D-Q at gmail.com. And, you know, I could, send you some some more resources or, or books to read up on this topic thank you so much again i listen i'm like i said i'm gonna have you back because we have to talk about like enneagram and relationships and how we like i don't know maneuver through that stuff but i think yeah. that would be don't talk about all right <laughs> so thank you everybody for tuning into whole heart uh, with monica c gidry shout out to all of the people all of the countries that tune in and listen ireland south africa um england um where are some other places there are all there are 30 of you guys so i just thank you for tuning in all over the world and just thank you so much for for supporting what i do i really do feel like when i when you are whole you have a joyful heart you know so Tune in to me next Thursday and until we speak again, I'll see you. Bye.